Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article that Dr. Carla Wilkie wrote for the December issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Early Low Temperatures May Impact Sugar Beet Quality. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Wilkie. Thanks for having me. Dr. Wilkie, this fall we had some record cold temperatures really early in the fall, that early October time frame, and in some cases that may have impacted quality of sugar beets. When sugar beets are still in the field and we have that kind of severe cold, it can begin to rot the crown. And once those sugar beets start to rot, that decaying process takes place, it starts to make those sugar beets not usable for the human food market. Share with our listeners how sugar beets that are starting to decay might be utilized as a feed resource and how it would have application in different rations. So cattle are always a great feeding opportunity for any of our crops that are not going to make it for human consumption. And with the sugar beets, there are no exception. We've done some trials at the University of Nebraska where we fed sugar beets, the whole complete chopped sugar beet, to gestating cows or to growing calves and to finishing cattle. And so in these trials, we took 20% of the dry matter in sugar beets instead of corn, and those cows performed similarly in that study. And then in a growing study, we fed 44% of the dry matter as sugar beets instead of corn. And those calves were actually more efficient than those receiving corn. And then in the finishing diet, we actually replaced up to 15% of the dry matter as sugar beets. And those cattle actually had some reduced performance. And we feel like that may have been related somewhat to the fact that in order to preserve the sugar beets, we mix them with some straw, and so possibly the increased straw in the uh, finishing diet may have had some negative impact there. Well, Dr. Wilkie, you just mentioned the need to mix some straw or some low-quality forage with these sugar beets. Tell us some more about the process you would go through when you have sugar beets that don't meet the requirements for human consumption. How do you store those, preserve those in such a way that you can begin to minimize loss and have a product that you can use in a ration. So when sugar beets start to rot, they start losing sugars pretty rapidly. And this will just simply run out with the water in the sugar beet. And so you want to get those sugar beets chopped up and preserved somehow as quickly as possible. And what we've found is that chopping them up and then mixing them with wheat straw or low quality forage or something to that effect is a good way to stop that sugar loss as much as anything. And so we actually compared some rotting sugar beets to some fresh sugar beets. And so the water-soluble carbohydrates in the rotting ones was only 26.9% of the dry matter, whereas it was 73% in the fresh ones. And then like the fat-soluble carbohydrates were 22.7 in the rotting sugar beets and 69.5 in the fresh. So you sure do start to lose some sugars pretty rapidly. And so we have found that mixing 10% poor quality roughage with 90% sugar beets on an as-is or actual poundage basis is a pretty good way to mix those, uh, to preserve those sugar beets. And it doesn't take a whole lot of straw or roughage that way. And so then just packing that into a bunker, kind of like you do silage or maybe an agriculture bag, something like that is a good way to reduce that sugar loss as much as possible. 
And it seems like that from the analysis that we've done on that mixtures, and, and obviously the amount of sugar left in the sugar beet once it begins to rot is going to vary a little bit. But mixing in those proportions, what we have found is it gives you a, a mixture of about 64% TDN in that straw and sugar beet mixture. And good quality silage might be about 69-70% TDN. So it actually makes a pretty decent energy feed out of two pretty low quality products in a way. So obviously that sugar beet that's deteriorating is not fit for human consumption anymore and that mixed with straw makes a feed that from an energy perspective is pretty good quality. How about the protein levels? What would we expect if we had that kind of feed and we were thinking about utilizing it in a ration? So the protein is a good point because sugar beet pulp, which people are used to using, and that is a byproduct of the human use of the sugar, is 10% crude protein. But the sugar beet itself that hasn't had those sugars removed is only about 4.5% protein. So the sugar in it really dilutes the protein out in that. And so if you're using wheat straw, it's also only about 4 or 5% crude protein, poor quality hay wouldn't be much better. And so actually, while it's a really high energy source, it's pretty low in protein. And so this mixture would need to also be mixed with a protein source to provide a complete diet for beef cattle. And then you would need to work with an extension person or somebody to help balance a ration so that you got the performance that you were targeting, whether it was for gestating cows or growing calves or finishing cattle. Anything else you'd like to highlight, Dr. Wilkie, as we point towards wrapping this up? Just that it, it is really critical to get that mixed and packed. The more air removal you can do, the more you can slow down the rotting process on that. And, and then chopping that up pretty good to, to get a good mixture is, is a good process and can probably be a win-win there to get some use out of the sugar beets and still have a really good quality product for beef cattle. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Dr. Wilkie. Thank you for having me. For more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to see the December issue of the Beef Watch newsletter. Again, the title of the article is Early Low Temperatures May Impact Sugar Beet Quality.